Are you ready to go? Yeah, you want to do this thing? Let's do this thing. All right. Hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> Pulling a cat hair off. That's Sophie. Microphone. What the fuck are you doing, Green? And you're listening to the Superlip <laughs> Podcast. Intro music. The Super Lit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Uh... <laughs> hey, Sophie. No, we're not doing that today. We're not doing that today? That was a because your meme. voice is also gone? Yeah. Ooh, that was my bone she, snapping. She gone. My voice said bye-bye. You... Yeah, my bone bye-bye. snapped and my bone went... Oh no. Just getting jazzy. Speaking of bones, this week we're talking about I Hope You're Listening by Tom Ryan, our our favorite Canadian man. Don't <laughs> tell the other Canadians. <laughs> Don't tell if we say that about all the Canadians, they're all our favorite Canadian men. Um, who could pick? <clears throat> this book came out last year and I want to say October. And we spoke to Tom a little bit about it um, in our 69th episode. Uh, when we were catching up with him and mm-hmm. um yeah i was very excited that sophie um was like we need to read this and i was like yes absolutely um but what if we did <laughs> but what if what if we read every book that tom ryan never wrote <laughs> that's queer is that all of them could be no no but no, I think he has some other. I think he has some like lower level. Books. Oh, okay. For readers I like me, I know this is. I was looking this up earlier, and yeah, I feel like we have this one. I think um, "Keep This to Yourself" was his first like big American launch, mm-hmm. and this would mm-hmm, would mm-hmm, be the mm-hmm. second one. Yeah, he has another book coming out this year that was supposed to come out last year with another author. I think it's Robin Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm always afraid I'm going to say someone's name wrong, but, um, and that one is When You Get the Chance, I think, or am I combining another mm-hmm. book? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Yes. I ha- oh, okay. I'm looking at his website. Okay. I was afraid that that was full Stamper's book. These, he has a bunch of books listed. I think oh, these wow. are, I think these other ones are lower level books. I don't know. Mm. Well, this one is very interesting because it's actually about a podcast, and we know nothing about those. So I figured we don't I would know anything about learn. those, and I don't have any critiques about that. We have no thoughts about podcasts. <laughs> no thoughts. Head empty. We also record our podcasts live and do editing as we're recording. <laughs> that I tried that for one episode and I couldn't that do it. Blew my mind. That blew my. I was like, I mean, I guess if you have like a very well written out script and you like mm-hmm. process it ahead of time, 
because it is very much like the podcast in the book is uh like a true crime podcast so it's like here's the evidence we have this is the story so far let me Mm -hmm. insert like clips of people talking but I was like there's no way there's no way we would be able to do that absolutely not even a little bit no 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 because the way that you and I do it is like we'll say something and then if it's wrong we'll be like let me fix that so I know (laughs) let me say say it smarter (laughs) let me say it smarter let me read the book sleep better um the only issue is, is that I don't have a book sleeve so I'm hoping that the back is, yeah, the back, because um, I have an ARC copy, um, and Sophie mm-hmm. has the digital copy on their Coco. Is it Coco? My Kobo. Kobo. There we is go. It Kobo. Kobo. Is I got a Kobo. an e-reader, bitches. Oh, my keyboard just died. Interesting. <laughs> Not, neither a... of those are connected. I don't know why you would say it that way. Oh, it just connected again. That's so weird. Sorry, I'm getting a sign on my screen that's saying like keyboard disconnected. Keyboard connected. Goodbye. I'm back. Just kidding. Goodbye. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm back. You're going in and out of your house. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Um, What do you call it? Yeah, you got a Kobo, an e-reader. I got a Kobo. I got an e-reader. I'm so excited. So for I can download books from the library easier because I can't go to the library and I hate reading books on my phone because I will get notifications and I will get distracted by them. Also, it's just not as nice on my eyeballs to read them on my phone. Yeah, no, it's uh even when I yellow tint, like do the nighttime mode where I yellow tint mm-hmm. it, I feel like I'm straining my eyes. So I don't like well, to the screen read. is just even if yeah even if I have this the brightness all the way down on my phone it's still too bright like later at night yeah because if I I need the type to be this big like and this mm-hmm. is like normal type font it's so small on my phone and I have to zoom and I'm like <laughs> even though I have glasses on <laughs> what am I oh, reading no. um so yeah let me read the book sleeve since I'm assuming on yours you don't have that. Mm-mm. Okay, great. <clears throat> in her <laughs> in her small town, 17-year-old Delia D. Skinner is known as the girl who wasn't taken. Ten years ago, she witnessed the abduction of her best friend, Sibby. Also, did you think that her name was going to be Sybil? No. I was flabbergasted with it. <laughs> okay, I was thank like, you. who's this new character? Yeah. <laughs> who's Sybil? Is she, is she Sibby's sister? <laughs> Sibby's sister, Sybil. I can't say that. Um, And though she was told, uh, and though she has told the police everything she remembered, it wasn't enough. Sibby was never seen again. At night, Dee deals with her guilt by becoming someone else, the seeker. The voice behind the popular true crime podcast, Radio Silent, which features missing persons cases and works with online sleuths to solve them. Nobody knows Dee is the seeker and she plans to keep it that way. When another little girl in town goes missing and the case is linked to Sibby's disappearance, Dee has the chance to get answers with the help of her virtual detectives and the intriguing new girl at school. But how much of her own story is she willing to reveal in order to uncover the truth? Tom Ryan is the author of several books for young readers, most recently, When You Get the Chance and Keep This to Yourself. Um, I believe this was printed before uh, When You Get the Chance was pushed back to this year. Mm-hmm. So when I was reading this, I okay. was like, is that a book I don't know Or is it the one that was supposed to come out? Um, it was getting yeah. delayed, yeah. 
I'm very thankful that uh, I was able to get an ARC copy, but I would love to have two next time. <laughs> I have to cut that out, but I had to say it. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, do you have any notes you want to start with? or I don't know. Where do you want to start? So um, I kind of wanted to start... Th- the first chapter starts with it's not first person so it's like Mm. someone who is um it starts off 10 years ago so it's someone it's basically from the point of view of someone who's watching everything happen Mm -hmm. because it i guess it speaks about d in third person so i guess it's third person third person yeah so i was i was concerned the whole book was going to be third person so I was like, oh, okay, interesting. I don't know why this is like a thing to me. Um, mm-hmm. And then it becomes first person. I'm like, oh, okay, we go back and forth. Interesting. Um, here we are. Here we are. But um, I think that's the thing. <laughs> I really like Delia's like parents. <laughs> I like how in love they are, but also how dorky her dad is. Which is, I guess, something that happens to all of us at a certain age. Loved her dad so much. I was more excited about the dad than any other character. I'm so sorry. It's just so funny. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) But there's a part where I was high with the other dads, and I'm like, I I can't do this. That is what I. That's what I want my life to be. That is is what I. I aspire to be like a handsome four-year-old dad who wears grunge clothes, listens to 90s rock, and gets high with other dads. That sounds amazing. So you strive to be Tom Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I wanna, you know what? I do want to live in a cabin in the middle of the woods with ghosts and just mm-hmm. be like ruggedly handsome and get stoned with a bunch of other dads. It sounds great. Yeah, it sounds um, nice. I, I love the dad. I love in um like YA when the parents are like really fucking chill mm-hmm. or just like fun characters and yep. like I understand when it's like part of the plot or like the motivation of characters if there's like a stern parent figure or anything like that, that's fine, whatever. But I just like if there is a fun-loving dad or a fun-loving parent character, like they have my heart. I love them so much. No, and it's so funny. I don't know, like, why, like, when I began the book and I'm, like, reading it, like, when it goes forward in time, I'm, like, imagining, like, okay, so Dee's parents are probably going to be, like, super overprotective for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're not, which is, I think, nice um, mm-hmm. because it was unexpected and the parents just don't seem like what I was expecting from this book. Um, mm-hmm. I also liked that these teenagers have parents <laughs> they're not just teenagers mm-hmm. that exist in a high school <laughs> yep, 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 with yep. no parental figures <laughs> i think it's so much more interesting in a book when like there's a mystery to solve and there might be a murder also i have to like hide from my mom because i can't like let her know that i'm i'm sleuthing like i i think that's such like a nice layer to add to a story I think the other thing that was really nice in this is that um, I thought that like no one at all knew that Dee was the seeker, but to find mm-hmm. out her like her himbo friend, <laughs> like, was I in on it. love Burke. All my favorite characters are the like 
Pothead? Not unimportant, <laughs> but the like Pothead NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like that makes sense for you. I feel like you're always falling in love with the like the weird side character. <laughs> I love this weird side character. It's always my favorite. I always, mm-hmm. this is a problem for me in all media. If there is a side character that is, that is like limited in any kind of media, I will strongly attach to them instead of like any main character. So you're saying that main characters. you associate too much with the side characters. Got it. <laughs> side characters. <laughs> me walking around my neighborhood, letting everyone know that I'm the main character of the neighborhood. <laughs> you watching from the window go, that's right. <laughs> He's a main character. <laughs> that is a homosexual walking down the street. I am not leaving my home today. I think the other thing, Tom, Tom writes mystery novels really, really well. Mm-hmm. And he I writes didn't everyone know. very suspiciously. Yes, literally everyone that's introduced, I'm like, the kid is it. <laughs> the kid that you meet at the gas they station who's 11 Every... years old is the one that did it. <laughs> Every character that is introduced is uh, like a a suspect. Every single one of them. And like when, so in the book, when um, Layla goes missing, I believe is the neighbor's name, uh, the girl who goes missing. um, Bark's like transient uncle comes to like visit and stay. Mm -hmm. For like a long period of time as he does. Um, I feel like we all have that one relative. And um, he, <laughs> as soon as they introduce him, I'm like, okay, well, he definitely stole and kidnapped the other child and did this mm-hmm. like immediately. Like, even if this person is a red herring, I'm like, no, it's too, it, it, it all makes sense. Too much of uh-huh. it is adding up. Yeah, but then I was like, no, 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 but it makes too much sense, so it's definitely not him. <laughs> it's definitely it's wrong. too obvious. But then it was like, but then it's a double red herring because it makes sense that it would be him. So of course it's not him. So of course it is him. And yeah. then I just spiraled. And then a new character is introduced, and I was like, well, it's them. Never mind. Fuck this guy. New girl. And then a new character is introduced, and I was it's like, Brianna. well, it's that person, not that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the house. It's Miss Rose. <laughs> It's the house. Yeah, like truly every single character that was introduced. I'm not kidding. I'm, I go into books like these super um, suspicious of every single person. Mm-hmm. And I have to like tell myself, I'm like, okay, an 11 year old couldn't have done it. Stop. Yeah. Stop being okay. like this. Um, and it's like, the cat. Yeah, um. Truly. The cat, the, the, the girl is straight in the woods. I feel like I was having a hard time figuring out. And I last time we spoke to Tom, he was like, you're the perfect reader then. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can never figure it you out. He loves how dumb we are. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're both idiots? Great. Especially that one? Keep reading my Good. books. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, that, like, that's the, the really nice thing about Tom's books. It, I, I feel like you're not going to expect what's going to happen. Did mm-hmm. you expect any of this don't say yes um no 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 no. i'm gonna say no but i will say there was like a few threads that get pulled through to the end Mm -hmm. that like when they're first introduced i was like i knew that this this thing had something to do with that thing yeah i didn't i wouldn't i wouldn't i was like oh i knew exactly what was going down but i was like as soon as that was happening i knew something was going on there so um but it for sure was like 
it didn't it didn't feel it felt like you could put the pieces together but with but it wasn't like and then the creepy old man with a hook hand and lightning strikes every time he walks yeah. into the bar came in <laughs> he's not a suspect like it wasn't no. like that yeah no, no no but you know what i mean yeah yeah i think um that's the thing i really like about like mystery novels and i never think to like look for them and then when i'm reading them mm-hmm. i'm like these are fucking amazing also, do they say specifically where this book takes place? My brain I don't kept, think so. My brain kept telling me Canada. <laughs> I think I think like generic town in Nova Scotia. They, well, they say like well they didn't they say like Fen, Fenley or something. What's the name of the town that um, that Dee goes to towards the end? She goes to a library to be oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. investigating stuff. I thought that was a made up town. Yeah, I don't know. It might be. I assume that um, every town is made up in a book. Every single one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I imagine that most places, especially stuff where it's um, more of like a crime thriller or anything like that, you wouldn't necessarily want it to be a specific time or place unless it was like based off of real events, just because you wouldn't hmm. want not like not that it's slander but like you don't want to inadvertently make a story up about a town and it wind up being like oh wait this actually happened or just like yeah or just like distress anyone who actually is from that place but it, yeah. i don't know it could be i would i would imagine it's like vaguely based off of canada but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i don't know why i, I was just imagining like a town north of maine <laughs> that's just like yeah, yeah no it definitely it had like a canadian or like a pacific northwest kind of feel it was very cold and like wintry the whole time mm-hmm. like all the characters are always bundled up so it definitely had a very northern feel yeah and i think also because um i really like this book too because when i was a kid we used to go play in the woods that are like in my neighborhood that are kind of mm-hmm it's like not super like wide but it's like big enough that like you could get taken out to the highway that's on the other side of the woods um yeah 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 and it was behind like people's backyards and it was the early 90s so like mm-hmm. people didn't care about you just like a little kid just like walking through the backyard to go into the woods like it just wasn't a thing yeah um i can't imagine that happening now <laughs> yeah like walking through no, like no, no. knowing that if you walk through this yard through these like woods is like the path to IGH. Like no one would know that now. Yeah, you definitely like could just like wander around in, t- in the town that I like grew up in. Mm-hmm. Like we would just like walk down the highway to go down to the Walmart or whatever. I think the other thing that was really interesting in this book is the the main case that is going through about the two missing women in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was like really interesting and it kept me like really invested um in the story mm-hmm. and i loved that d was like no i can't talk about sibby because like the, the dots are going to be connected and i can't i just can't do that um mm-hmm. and i just really appreciated the like the one constant like thread of that story of the two women who like were missing in texas and like getting background details about them it was just very interesting Mm -hmm. tom wrote that very well um i feel like i would listen to a a true crime podcast that he wrote i'd be um (laughs) you're like 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, but that's because I don't enjoy true crime. Oh yeah, you don't. But... I forgot. <laughs> um, I forgot I that you don't like say, real things happening. I here's the thing. Actually, you know what? I, I redact that statement. I would maybe listen to this podcast because at least like the excerpts that we get in the um in the book, and I guess it's mostly because the book is like ya so it's like not necessarily like doesn't have a lot lot of like violence in it Mm -hmm. per se um i mean there's like kids are getting kidnapped and stuff but like it doesn't have like gratuitous violence described but i think that like because i feel like a lot of a lot of like true crime podcasts they i don't like them because they go into a lot more like detail specifically about like the actual crime that's happening and like things that happen to people and not necessarily like this is more like i guess missing persons so it's more it was more centered around like the people and the circumstances and like the people around them and like um uh like people talking about like where they first lost some of them and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it was less so like and here's all the bad things that happened to them and the like just really descriptive police report about like their injuries and all that stuff and i feel like that happened (laughs) way too often that's like almost like written torture porn in that way when you're like let me just read this full description of their their wounds that they suffered while they were trying to escape a basement like it's just like oh I didn't I don't need to hear that. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, they it's, it's like extremely exploitative. It's like really gross. I ge- mm-hmm. generally hate true crime because I just feel like it not only like exploits people's lives and like takes advantage of tragedy, but it also like really doesn't touch upon at all like the like the just absolute like shitstorm of like systemic violence and stuff against people of color and like Mm -hmm. how the police in fact actually don't actually help that much and it feels very like pro-cop and it's really gross and i don't like it Mm -hmm. and that's my spiel about true crime podcasts but (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean obviously because like in the story d is a teenager so she doesn't have like access to like you know exact things and she's really just doing like parsing together interviews from people who are submitting like their own stuff to her and then she also is like only handling missing persons cases because she's doing it kind of out of like a way of coping with her survivor's guilt it's a lot uh it's it like is seemingly less harmful because it's not like let's talk about someone getting killed um the thing that i will say (laughs) is that certain true crime podcasts the ones that are like fake that are just all like it's written it's like not a, a scripted yeah, yeah scripted ones i really like those like um lime town was one that i really liked um was okay. truly scary though <laughs> they made a yeah. um a facebook tv show about it with jessica beale i think just timberlake's oh vibe. i remember seeing ad for uh, yeah i remember seeing ads and stuff for that stanley tucci was in it dad was in it. <gasps> little tooch we love him he was love a tooch. he was special in that show too um he had like a mental ability i that i think Uh like they were trying to like get from him these like people anyway um but like stuff like that is great to watch but the issue is that um or listen to i should say but sometimes they're just like really fucking scary i feel like tom really like listened like did some like uh 
some homework because um i would definitely listen to this like this seemed like a real podcast Um, yeah i mean this definitely had like well i guess it i mean yeah it had more it, it had more of an air of like serial like that kind of like even though technically that was kind of like a true crime podcast and i feel like probably is the reason that they're so popular now it Mm -hmm. that one didn't feel as gruesome it felt more like journalistic they don't do cereal anymore right uh i'm pretty sure it only had like one or two seasons i don't know if it's still going i wouldn't know yeah i just i prefer scripted things like i can't be like we're on the lookout for a missing nun who disappeared after having a fight with our landlord and we found Mm -hmm. her body in the woods yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that. That's real. That, that actually happened. I don't want to listen to that. Um, I, and I think that maybe because this is in a book, I feel like more like comfortable being like, yes, I loved, I loved hearing about this missing person's case. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the style that Tom does for like mystery novels is so good. And honestly, the, mm-hmm. I didn't think the ending was going to happen like the not the ending but like the the full climax that was mm-hmm. nuts <laughs> that was like i think it it truly came out of nowhere from, <laughs> like went from zero to 100 really went from like zero to like 500 really it was like we oh like, you turned really the page got shot like, into space guess what it's time for the climax and i'm like what? there's there's not that much page left how how do chromatica <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> dun, dun 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 yeah it's uh literally <laughs> it's chromatica two into nine one one yeah oh my god yeah no i i think that anyone who likes like true crime books like i i would definitely read this but i'm mm-hmm. also because i've only ever written i've written <laughs> i wish i've only ever read tom's like mystery novels uh-huh. So is um, when you get the chance, is that going to be mystery novel? And I just don't know it. <laughs> I don't think oh my so. God. If it if it is, if it turns into like a murder a mystery halfway mystery. through, wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mm. cannot wait to speak to them about their book. I'm so if excited. Only because it's a nice gay romp. <laughs> yeah. We love, and also it's um, about it's in Canada. We love it. We love my it. only um experience with with like. I don't know like it's not really thrillers but like mystery novels mm-hmm. is I I've read all of the true blood books and then some of Charlene Harris's other books she pretty much strictly writes like mysteries mm-hmm. a lot of them are like murder mysteries but the thing about her books is that they like pretty much 100% always end in like supernatural shit so it's kind of like oh. who's been who's been kidnapping all these girls oh it's just a coven of vampires <laughs> like this oh on who's Buffy. been murdering all these men oh it's just some witches they're mad that's fine let them keep murdering it's just okay let them do it. Um, just let them do it don't be shy uh yeah so my only like experience with reading like anything similar to this is like just fully supernatural like absolute like nonsense books which i love but Mm -hmm. it's a lot different because even though even though i was saying like this book doesn't feel as like gruesome or anything because stuff isn't like nothing is nothing feels exploitative or anything like that everything is Mm -hmm. like handled really relatively delicately within the text but at the end of the day you're still dealing with like the bad guys are just kind of people yeah they're just regular people who are doing not good things no and that's the so. thing um 
I think that's the thing that's like truly scary about this book too, is that it's just like, these are regular people who are doing bad things. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, I think that's what makes the story so interesting at the same time too. It's just, uh, it's a wonderful story, but also like kind of like makes you think. Honestly, I don't have like much else to say, I guess because it's like, this is a true crime thing like i feel like if i were to say the wrong thing it'd be like oh you mean this well yeah and i want to talk more more about the plot just because you start to like i'd say probably once you get like a little bit further than like a quarter or a third of the way through the book everything starts to like thread into the two main cases so i don't want to like give anything away really but um we can talk about sarah a little bit though we didn't talk about her at all. Oh my god, Sarah. <laughs> Muscle car driving new girl. This butch, this butch queen comes to <laughs> it's Sarah. This chapstick lesbian comes to town. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Actually, what we didn't talk about at all mm. is that, and I think the same thing applies to like his first book that we read. Um, there's no like there's no like moment in the book where the character's like, and I'm gay. Yeah, it's just no, kind it's of just like a story nice. about some teens mm-hmm. and two of them happen to be queer. Like it's not a big deal. It's not like no. that, not, you know, it's not a coming of age story that's like, that's mm-hmm. the focus. No, and it's so great when like the parents really are nice. like, oh, that, that girl stories, you're just talking but... to is cute. <laughs> Dela yes, is like, the dad oh, absolutely. Trying not. to be a wig man yeah. for his daughter. Like a, a truly aspire to be that dad. Yeah, no, I think um, I'm just here to be a good wingman. It's nice in these stories that like that Tom has written where it's like these people are queer. There's no issue. Don't make one. Yeah, it's just nice. There's, I mean, it's not, and it's also not. It's not completely like brushed over. It's not like we live in a utopia where like mm-hmm. queerness isn't like still somewhat of a. Um, taboo because in some places because you do you do run into a few characters that kind of like give them like sideways glances and are kind of like yeah. mm, i don't know about you but it's not um it's not the main struggle of the book no thankfully because we have we do have those and i think adding something like that to also like this kind of story it's like okay there are too many things happening too many mm-hmm. dicks on the dance floor yeah 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 <laughs> too many dicks on the dance floor um yeah, even like the there's like a there's like a quote unquote like popular girl like kind of trope character who's mm-hmm. who's just like kind of like a side character who who just whatever, um, she's just flavor text for like the high school backdrop. But even mm-hmm. she's like kind of shitty and like snobbish, but she's not like shitty about that. No, she and it's she seems like she doesn't care. No, yeah. and it's funny like as soon as um like the two girls like speak to each other it's like wait are you an asshole or am i just assuming you're an asshole which makes you an asshole because you're you don't like that yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah no i think sarah is like a really nice um he she's almost like um the love interest in the last book in the way that she's like yeah i'm here man like this is it (laughs) like i think you're cute here i am (laughs) respond yes if you think i'm cute yeah, she walks up to her, meets her for the first time, hands her out, says, do you want to go out? Yes or yes. Check the box. Check Make the out with me boxes. in my muscle car. Yes or yes. <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> There's no maybe. There's yeah. no maybe. 
Yes, um, yes. Do you want to go to the dance with me? Can you dress like your dad? And just, there are so <laughs> many layers of this book that are just so enjoyable. Um, I love it. And I think yes. that's the nice thing about his two books that we've read is that these kids, these kids like have normal teenage lives, but also are trying to solve a mystery at the same time. Um, right. And I think that's what makes them so like so well balanced is that they're wholesome in certain aspects and then not at all in other aspects. Mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm. so nice. It's so nice. It's so good. No, I'm, I'm oh, no. really glad that we actually read this book too. Um, and I, I try to not have us read like multiple books by the same author in a year. Um, yeah. Well, it's 2021. We it's to. a new year. Yeah, we have to read. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I have anything else I wanted to add other than like I I always imagine like mystery books as like um, movies and like watching them unravel and like go. And I feel like that's so interesting. Um, I think mm-hmm. Camera Cove, the place that his last book takes place, there is a TV mm-hmm. show on Netflix, uh, Lock and Key, I think it's called, that takes place in the town that Tom actually modeled uh, Camera Cove after. Mm-hmm. So like that was super oh. easy for me to imagine Camera Cove there because I know what it looks yeah. like now. But um, yeah, I there think you this, go. this would just be like interesting as like a short like Netflix series a special oh yeah no i i mean you could definitely do something it would definitely be like a nice good like one season Mm -hmm. um mystery yeah for sure amazing um do you have any other thoughts head empty no thoughts head empty i have other thoughts but they're all spoilerly so i I don't want to talk about them yeah i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it (laughs) Um, we do want to start using our Patreon for more extended spoilery conversations. If that's something you'd Mm -hmm. be into, we would definitely love to have you there. Um, our Patreon starts at like a dollar a month, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. and we would really love to do like different episodes for you guys. So if that's something you'd be interested in, let me know. Um, our Twitter is where we're most active. You can go to Twitter (laughs) and look up the Superlit podcast. That's us. I'll respond to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we, we, we've been talking about doing extended conversations with full spoilers. We can talk about the ends of the books with you guys. We're talking about doing like movie reviews or mm-hmm. extended like media reviews, just more like queer media. We could talk about that. Mm-hmm. We would also just... love to... We'd love to see you there. Yeah. And it, we would love to talk about video games, especially. Um, we want to do an well, episode about The Last of Us 2 because <sighs> Sophie has come to a conclusion about the game and I have played it twice all the way through. So I feel like we could have like a really interesting conversation. <laughs> I was playing at I the really night of the election like because I'm, uh, if... I just like to hurt myself clearly. <laughs> you know what? I really feel like you just like perfectly described both of our personalities <laughs> i've come to a conclusion about a thing without actually completing it and you've played it through twice <laughs> yeah i've played it through twice i had to do that to make a decision <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm, um mm-mm, but yeah mm-mm. if that's something you guys would be interested in please let us know hit us up on twitter we're always there um i respond to almost all messages that are sent to us mostly because 
you guys suggest really good books to us. I have to go through that list that um, our friend Paul Kalcha actually helped amplify so we could get different responses. Um, but also, go out and get this book. It's very good. Also, the cover art um, is beautiful. The cover art is beautiful, yeah. Like, ugh, I thought Sophie was going to be different. Also, this looks really good on an e-reader that's just black and white. I was going to say, yeah, that I was looking at it in black and white and it still translates really well because the the like um it's like a very simple like silhouetted figures and stuff and like mm-hmm. the flashlight is kind of like the only bright spot in the art yeah. everything else is like very subtle tones and it works very well in black and white as well yeah it's really good and also like looking at it i can see who is who on here so like actually like figuring like reading the book and like knowing the characters now i'm like oh this is this is brianna wait hold hold, hold it up closer that's brianna. Uh, mine's downstairs oh wait sorry that's brianna the one with the ponytail that uh-huh, is sarah uh-huh. that is uh-huh. um burke's uncle and that's burke oh my god i'm assuming i could be wrong but like i that's what i figured no that makes sense because also yeah Burke's uncle's the only one who's not holding the flashlight. Mm-hmm. He's probably smoking in that. Because that's what he do. Um, and then the one girl has like a hat on. So I'm assuming that's Sarah. <laughs> Sarah wear hat. Sarah wear Sarah hat. Sarah gay, so she wear hat. She wear, she wear hat. She, she's, she pop bubble gum, she wear hat, she gay. Alright, well um, the book we were just talking about today is I Hope You're Listening by Tom Ryan. And if you're a fan of mystery novels, you should definitely go out and get this and support one of our favorite authors. Um, Yeah. yeah. My name is Brendan Patrick, and that's Sophie Green, and you've been listening to the Superlit Podcast. Outro music. There it is. All right. (laughs) And meeting. You're welcome. (laughs)